We're continuing on in our review of Shabbatacha. We just completed going through the psicha, which in the psicha essentially what we had said was there were a number of benefits to having betachon. We said there are spiritual benefits, there are worldly benefits. Spiritual benefit is a person's like an evid, he's like a slave. He has no, he has everything taken care of for him. We also said that there's no one else that he has to look at. He just looks at Hashem. He relies solely and absolutely on Hashem, and everything's taken care of. Furthermore, we said that a person who has betachon is calm. And he's much better off than an alchemist, which is someone who could take any metals and turn them into gold, but he's still happier, still better. We said that there are 10 benefits that he has over the alchemist. The fourth thing we said is that a person who has betachon has the benefit of it. He's happy with whatever Hashem gives him. He understands that when Hashem gives him money, he uses it properly, he gives tzedakah with it. If he doesn't have it, he understands that's a gift from Hashem as well. And the fifth thing that we had said, which was a spiritual benefit, was that even if he has money, he's very careful and he's not bowed by Hashem, he doesn't kick against Hashem. We said there are five worldly benefits as well, which is that number one, he has no stress. Number two, when it comes to work, he goes on work that he doesn't need to travel. Number three was he takes a job that's a nucky vakala. It's something that's easy, that's light. Number four is that he's always relaxed in business. Doesn't make a difference if he has setbacks. Doesn't make a difference if things are going well. All of it doesn't make a difference. He understands that Hashem is calling all the shots. And the fifth thing is that he's always happy. We now go on to the first parak. In the first parak, what is betachon? What, what engenders betachon? What creates betachon? Says Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar, betachon is when a person is able to take himself and be completely and absolutely reliant on somebody. And explains, in order for that to happen, there are five different things that need to be in place. The person who you're relying on or the being that you are going to rely on has to know with absolute certainty what's really best for you. And we're gonna go through these in more detail, but that means that if you rely on a person, for example, that person has to know what's best. Not only that, the person has to be capable of doing what it is that's best for you, protecting you, doing what is good for you, and making sure it's there, but he has to have the capabilities. The third thing is that he has to make sure that whoever this is, whatever this is that you're relying on, is only going to do what's good for you, meaning 100% only good, never even a hint of anything that's not the best for you. The fourth is that whatever you're relying upon has to be something that will always keep its promise. If it's a person, that means the person has to whatever they say they're going to do, they will not only do they know, not only are they capable of doing it, not only are they only going to do good, but they're actually going to come through with their promise. They're going to do what they promise. And the fifth thing is that they're going to go above and beyond. That not only is this being going to do for you what is best for you and what you know and what you think, they're going to do above and beyond, always in a, f a fashion of chesed, a fashion of kindness. So says Rabbeinu Bachia, if a person wants to be reliant on someone or something, that's what you have to be looking for. This is what betachon is. Betachon means reliance on a being that is able to have and fit into all five of those characteristics. And on that, we will continue with the second parak, Mertz Hashem, going through a quick review of what the second parak is, which as we had discussed previously, the second parak is going to add on, on top of this, and the second parak, as Rabbeinu Bachi's words were, the second parak will say, the different criteria and how we're going to apply them, and we'll go through those in Mertz Hashem.